Hello and welcome to Storytime with Tom and Mike. I'm Tom. That makes me Mike. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was tight, dude. Outstanding. Word, dog. Outstanding. <laughs> People yeah. are going to be beating my door down, offering me record contracts to shut the fuck up. There's <laughs> a record. Of si- yeah, this is a record, as in record number of contracts to shut up, not, <laughs> not an actual record contract. Well, they're actually like cease and desist orders for people singing for songs that you're singing that might loosely mimic that of an artist they may or may not have had on their billing at some point <laughs> in history. I'm pretty like, sure me just opening my mouth violates something there. Yeah, probably. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Start the fucking timer so that I know how long the goddamn episode is. <laughs> that was a good idea to do it before we're 10 minutes in. Yeah, I think I was, we are maybe a minute in, so I feel confident yeah. that we'll be on point with this. You know, well-oiled machine that we've been lately. Fucking, it's, it's tight, yo. And you know, the thing is, people don't know it but we don't script at all. We don't plan anything. Sometimes <laughs> sometimes we talk for like 10 minutes before the show, but usually it's bullshit we should have just recorded because it was funnier than anything that we did in the episode to that point onwards. It, it happens. It does happen like yeah. that. So uh, I'm going to start off every segment like we normally do and say, so, uh, you know, because that's how we do it. Mm. I went on my ride this past weekend. Yeah. How did that go? It was, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. I have to laugh because there's always a religious element to anything. When you do a ride, I don't give a flying shit who it is. You're right. Somebody's always like, they want to bless the ride. Okay. And I was struck by this guy whose name I'm going to say his name. Cause I don't, I don't, I don't care his name. He goes by Rev Kev. Rev as in like rev your engine and reverend. I'm thinking it's kind of like a, uh, you know, double, double entendre. meaning for me. I was going to say double entendre, but kind of a double, double meaning there for him. And then his name is Kevin, I'm assuming. So it goes by Rev Kev. Uh, I don't know that for certain. It might be his middle name or something. Who knows? Like if my middle name rhymed with something, I might, I might go with it. I don't know. But uh, he gets up and I'm like, normally when we do something like this, and I've only ever been on one ride, but I've been blessed many times over the course of time. Normally a blessing is just like a, Hey, watch out for everybody today and blah, blah, blah. This guy goes on a fucking 10 hands about Joshua at the Battle of Jericho and how he was the manliest man ever (laughs) and how God doesn't want to bless us. He wants us to submit to him. So instead of blessing us, he blessed like a couple of the people on the ride specifically and told the rest of us that the Lord wants us to submit to him. It was the strangest fucking thing I have ever heard before. I'm like, if this guy ever comes up to bless something again, I really I hope that somebody goes, Nah, man, I I remember what you did last year. And your whole manly man thing was a little homoerotic for what we were doing. And then you went on this whole tangent and like submissions and all this other stuff. And then you basically blessed like three people and told the other uh, 62 people to fuck off. Essentially, it's what happened. 
And it's funny because I looked over and there was this one woman and I know people can't see me, obviously, but you'll know exactly the look I'm talking about when I say that while he was doing this, she had her eyes closed and was like nodding her head, you know, feverishly, like she understood and was feeling the power of the Holy Spirit within her at that moment. And I'm pretty sure that most of the other people that I looked at were thinking the same thing I was, which was, what, what, what? What? <laughs> what does this have to do with blessing people? And he's like, Lord, bless the organizers of the ride and uh, these people that brought us here today. And that's it. Everybody else, remember that the Lord wishes for you to submit and he's not going to bless you. Amen. Like basically is what he said. <laughs> wow. But the ride itself, the ride itself was a lot of fun. Uh, Rev Kev had to leave directly after giving us his uh, uh, his Sunday sermon on a Saturday afternoon. And uh, he made it a point to like, when you own a motorcycle, there's two ways you can leave a parking lot. And this basically goes for anybody with any motor vehicle. You can leave like a normal human being or you can leave like a giant undulating d-bag <laughs> let me guess which way he chose to leave the parking lot he did lot. not choose the former he chose the latter I leaving the parking so. lot of the municipal building and and literally shifted like four gears in like i don't know maybe about a 25 foot section of road which is hmm. impossible and then he turns and there's a wide open stretch of road. I mean, this road is just nothing, no stops. I know nothing until you get to the other end. It's probably a good uh, two miles, maybe. Oh, oh you hear him flying. He must have been doing like 130 miles an hour at one point. It was insane. And I have no idea why he did it. So this guy on all the whole way across the board got zeros from me. He was a D. He was a douche. So, he was a he was a total douche. So all right, so we have Rev Kev here. So Rev Kev yep. is, let's see, he is a homoerotic, toxic masculinity yep. promoting, um, uber fascist, uh, body yeah. body you know fascist, uh, uh, far right Christian mentality. Uh, yeah. that goes beyond ordinary Christianity, in my opinion. It goes into, <laughs> into a level of, of fervor that is just unhealthy. And I'm going to guess that he probably was convinced that, that he himself is going to be one of the only people in heaven when he gets there. I, I, I don't know. That would be the only explanation I have for the way that he wrote off because <laughs> I mean, uh, I think most of us, yeah, we all have a moment where you get a wild hair in your ass and you decide you're going to goose it and really move. I don't think I've seen somebody of his age do that without, I, I don't know. Like he must have thought that he was invincible at that moment, but enough about this guy. I didn't want to talk about him. So we do the whole the whole ride was beautiful. Went back through the uh, Fort Indian Town Gap Cemetery and uh, did like a memorial loop through there and everything, which was which was nice. And uh, probably rode for about an hour, an hour and a half, something like that, which was also very nice. A lot of slow areas, a lot of areas uh, that were had some twisties on them and stuff, which is always fun when you have a motorcycle. 
Uh, but I can say that by the time we finished riding, I realized why I hate the seat that's on my bike specifically more than any other bike seat I've ever had in my life because my ass hurt so bad. It wasn't even funny. All it needed was a blessing. That's all it needed. My butt cheeks would have been fine. But here, so ultimately, I had a you do ended up talking about this guy again. I did, I did, because he made my ass. He chapped. Sha- he chapped your ass. That guy chapped yes. your ass by by being they, a, a a horrible a, aggressor, a dominator who just wants to push his agenda for no reason. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna chap anyone's ass. I'll tell you what, you're just tighten up now. You're all I, tense. You've been Ooh. sitting there, you're you're ready to ride, and your asshole's all puckered because you're getting fucking aroused by the bike's engine, you know? It's just mm-hmm. rattling Look, your hey, balls. That vibration is something. That's why I like to sit up a little bit sometimes, because my nuts can hang freely, and they're like... Yeah, man. You know, they're it's purring. Just, it's just like horses. So, um, in fact, I have a theory... Why don't we go off into my theory? Because I have nothing more really intelligent to say about this topic. My theory. <laughs> it was a nice ride. That was that was my that was my whole thing. To be. It started off with that, but it ended up being a nice ride. Had a lovely lunch that was catered, um, ate very well, and just chilled for a little bit. Even had my little girl come back there. My youngest came back because of the organization that the ride was for. Uh, to get some information so that maybe she might go horseback riding. And uh, it was a nice, it was a nice uh, Saturday, nice little chunk of hours out of my Saturday there. It was good. So you're, you're saying. I, I had a theory about, so we've all heard about women riding bareback on horses and how mm-hmm. that stimulates certain things. Stimulates. Yes, it stimulates and, and, and makes pleasure happen. And oh, let me stimulate you a little bit with my horse. My theory is that guys try to do that and they just get a numb dick. And uh, you know, they were like, Well, you know, being on a horse is really cool looking and everything, you know, especially now I got this cowboy hat and I invested something in these boots. You know, so that worked for a while, but then we invented engines and someone got the idea how rad it would be to have that engine vibrating between their legs. And they said, well, I might as well put wheels on it so it can go places while I'm self-pleasuring. And Mm. pretty soon you had the motorcycle. It's like there's no. Are you masturbating actively right now? No, no, no. I was making the noise that Um, a uh, one of the old style first motorcycles would have been. (laughs) <laughs> that's what it would have basically sounded like yeah a a generation one motorcycle <laughs> that, was, that was essentially that was essentially what i was up to there um my foreskin doesn't make that much noise well i thought you were mimicking the sound of masturbating for comedy effect i didn't realize <laughs> you were making an engine noise because how was i to know that I don't know. Without explanation, it was just a bizarre, very low register sound effect that was happening. Almost as if it was that you were doing it for your own entertainment, which is fine. <laughs> I just like to know. <laughs> I mean, it could have been that could have been part of it. <laughs> Anyways, I think your theory could be correct. I think you know that uh 
there is a certain joy to behold. And I can tell you that when it comes to horses, uh, I had a girlfriend right when we got out of high school that was really into horses. So I got really into horses myself mm. and decided to go horseback riding. And my first ride being adventurous as I am was about an hour and a half ride. I had to piss before we started. Oh no. I was in such dire agony by the time we were done. First off, I couldn't feel anything in my crotch area period. Yeah. I didn't know if I still had a penis or testicle or if I had anything there. It was raw. It was red. It was sore and it was numb. <laughs> sore and numb at the same time. And I had to go and try to find it to urinate after having my balls smashed into my fucking groin for uh, an hour and a half. It was fantastic. It was fantastic. Why see that I don't understand why any guy would want that. No, I guess I can see that some guys would want that actually. It takes really, all kinds. I but, really didn't want it, but it wasn't a ride that I could go, hey, I have to pee because there's all these people that are riding, like it was a whole group of us. And like it was just kind of like one of those, hey, look, I know you gotta go, but too fucking bad because we can't stop. Hmm. And in reality, I was literally probably only a couple hundred yards away from the barn almost the entire time because we were like zipping back and forth and through these wooded areas and everything. I was probably never really that far away from the bathroom. Right. But I was I was punished. I was punished for my lack of foresight <laughs> to go to the bathroom prior to a ride, even though I'm sure several people told me to go before we left. <laughs> I just never listen. No. I just never listen. I have one more thing that's totally off topic that I think you'll enjoy. Okay. On the way out to Western PA uh this couple days ago, I missed out on seeing a site. Now there's plenty of things to see when you're driving out towards Pittsburgh. I mean, you know this because I pointed some of those things out to you when you were going. I was like your annoying text guide. As you were going, just sending you texts like, look for the look for the barns that have the uh, tobacco company name on them and and watch for this. And and here there's a goofy Trump thing or something, you know, as you're going along there. And my significant other saw something and I'm so upset that I missed it because I'm sure that it would have been the crown jewel of my day of seeing things. There was a dog in a pen. And the dog had a house that was right up against the fence. And so as not to mess its own pen up, the dog was hanging its ass over the fence and shitting outside of the pen. <laughs> I, you know, I could envision this in my head, but I didn't see it firsthand. I'm so upset that I missed it. So That's... upset that I missed it. You think the dog would just do it on command? I could only hope that like you could go out there and like I, the dog does it all the time like every time that i go by this place now i'm going to see this dog taking a shit over the fence because it'll be many more times that i'll go by this particular place but uh i'm assuming that it's a habit the dog has I, it's not just this wasn't a one-off thing mm -hmm. the dog didn't just decide one day wow there is too much poop inside my pen I think I will poop outside of the pen the dog got up on top of the dog box with the express purpose of taking a shit in the yard. It made me think of Buddy. 
Remember I told you that time yeah. that he ripped the hole in the side of his cage to shit outside of his cage because he didn't want to do it inside the cage? Yeah. It reminded me of him immediately. That's what I thought of. And when I say I can envision it, I envisioned him standing on top of his box, hanging his buttocks over the fence and, you know, littering the ground outside. It was just an amazing visual and something that I wish I would have seen. Well, you need to, it's obvious what you need to do is you need to set up a webcam of some kind. I need to like go this way. And when, uh, when we get there, I'm going to sit there until that dog shits. (laughs) Fine. Do it low tech. I I was offering (laughs) you a way of getting it done efficiently. And I'd be putting the webcam out in the middle of nowhere. So no one would think to look for it there. It's true. It's true. But I would have to have a power supply for it and everything else. See, that, that's where I run into problems. Solar. Oh, okay. All right. Well, then, what if what if the what if the dog's owner wise and thought that I was spying on them and not the dog? Should I leave a little note that says like your dog is magical? I just wanted to capture this. Please I'm don't not, sue me. Yeah, you, I'm, not. I'm not a creeper, and you can keep the webcam after I get footage. I'll even let you keep it. Yeah. Yeah. I think like a laminated note. Yeah. Because you're not trying to hide it. You're trying because the dog's not going to be celebrated. Yeah. The dog's not going to be swayed by a, by a sign. And if it mm. is, that's amazing. Get that on film. The dog's like, Oh, there's a sign. Fuck. You know, and goes back behind the fence. Or the dog sitting there and I can see him like spelling the words out with his paw pointing towards the sign going. Okay, so, okay. I don't want a webcam. I've already got one. Because <laughs> <laughs> that dog undoubtedly understands technology. Mm-hmm. It's just, it was a special, it was a special story. And I wanted to throw some props out to the dog heading towards Western Pennsylvania that, that shits over the fence. It was just, it was spectacular. I wish I'd seen it. <laughs> I love the attention to detail you give these stories. The the depth of 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 passion that you have for the the dog shitting moves us all. You know, it it's, should. It's it's powerful. It's powerful shit, man. I'm not going to say <laughs> I got misty eyed, but. You know, I was swept up in the magic for a minute. I'm not being facetious. I just sound being like I'm being facetious. Do you know another <laughs> thing that it made me think of was the story of you telling me about the horse throwing up <laughs> that time? It made me think of that because that was that was how that was how enamored I was with this. Yeah. As my significant other was telling me this story, I was like hanging on every syllable like I was the day you told me the horse throwing up story. And it was it was magical just like that for me. Yeah. It was magic. I wanted, yeah. to, I wanted to convey that in, in my words. Yeah, I, I, I do. Uh, I do think that I felt that magic for a few minutes there um, <sighs> because. And it is interesting now that you bring up that horse thing. Didn't we try to do a podcast? We did a podcast for a minute. Like it was called Stupid Questions. And we got two episodes and realized we just were too fucking lazy to do a show that required like 
probably a lot four, of research like four hours of research a week <laughs> each <laughs> <laughs> well i think it, it was that and the fact that we didn't um, we got a few questions but not really enough to yeah to sustain a uh, a webcast but yes one of the questions i recall was whether horses could vomit right Right. And it turns out that if they can, there's something horribly wrong with them. Yeah. And I'm laughing. I shouldn't be laughing. But the only thing I can think <laughs> is that maybe the it was just in the back of its throat and it just went Pah! like that as a way of saying, I don't know, fuck off, maybe. <laughs> or perhaps I ate too much and I can't swallow this. Yeah, maybe. I don't I don't know. Oh, I know there was a donkey there, too. And the donkey <laughs> wanted to greet me. But as soon as the horse puked or whatever the fuck it did i was so taken aback that i backed away from the both of them and the donkey went oh and then like walked <laughs> off in a corner it was all dejected and the shit i felt bad it was like oh not again and yeah passed up for by the horse and then the horse just pukes and then i lose my shot because he's not even going to want to touch me I'm thanks a, fucking a lot son dancer you fucked me again <laughs> i don't know i'm assuming that's what the horse's name was it's and here be... poor mo poor mo the donkey he didn't he didn't get any pets yeah yeah getting no lovings look at me I, I don't puke so with horses okay so like there's different types of horse people mm-hmm. there's there's horse people that sort of breed them and there's ones that just sort of have them as pets and sort of keep them in the stable somewhere. And then there's ones who race them. And the and normally the people that keep them in stables uh, also ride them. So they are ridden usually. If you're going to keep a horse in the stables like that, you normally would ride them. Well, yeah, I know. I'm not saying that. Just I'm, just saying, I'm just saying that there's like th- maybe two, three classes of, of horse people that I can think of in my limited knowledge of the horse world. You Thankfully, know, there's of, no of people pre- that are half horse, half human. Oh, that no, I'm not gonna get into centaurs, man. That's yeah. a whole nother that's a whole other can of worms. That's horse people that are scary. Yeah, they're scary. They have spears and bows and arrows. You know, you'd think, oh, a bow and arrow is not a big deal. Yeah, try getting fucking hit with one. They suck. Not only that, they can run fast. Yeah, they're fast as fuck. And yeah. I don't know, man. They just kind of, they kind of creep me out a little bit. I don't want to be speciesist, but they creep me out, dude. Especially species. the babies when their heads and their necks aren't fully developed yet, and they sort of flop forward on the horse body, and and they're just sort of droopy. And like the <laughs> other horses, the other centaurs can't really do much to help. So that's why they have like such major like spine problems in the the human region of their bodies later on in life. The average centaur is about 36. That's like their median age. And um, um, most of them are indistinguishable from ones that have reached 70 and the ones that have reached 70 are very, very rare and almost entirely crippled, but for some reason kept alive, like they're a great spiritual advisor or something like that, or an old war hero. hero it's because or... they make horrible glue. Yeah, yeah. That's why, yeah, oh, yeah. unfortunately, or yeah. dog food. Yeah, it's, it's really unfortunate, I mean, uh, that we can't integrate uh, centaurs into human society, but they hate us. 
and rightfully slow so because we keep the deforestation up but let's not get political man this isn't twitter okay truth okay so uh let's just stay surface level on the centaurs here you know i like centaurs one of my best friends is a centaur (laughs) (laughs) i was just thinking speaking of centaurs made me think of porn oh all right Did you see only fans has decided to back out of their ban on porn yeah and allow it once again yeah because because the consumer response to the fact that they were bowing out to the banks did so much like backlash to the banks that the banks were like no 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 you misunderstood us dude <laughs> we, we, this this not what we want. Hey, we never we, wanted you not to have yeah. sex workers being employed. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know the people that put money in your fucking bank. <laughs> yeah, this is a bunch of ridiculous bullshit. So yeah. it's another example of people trying to control women's bodies because they're not comfortable with bodily autonomy. Now, I have zero. Um, OnlyFans accounts or anything like that because I just, you know, there's lots of free porn. Yeah. But but I do absolutely 100% support an entertainer's right to to post themselves and make money doing that. Yeah, I agree. 110,000%. That's agree. a lot of percents. I agree. I agree. Um, it's something that people have been put down for for far, far, far too long. And again, I think it has to do with bodily autonomy, um, you know, on all fronts and not just um, bodily autonomy for women, but for the men that would go to a uh, prostitute, you know, word like what they're not they're they get arrested for that shit too you know and a male prostitute can get arrested i mean it's 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 basically somebody high up in the state has said i'm really not comfortable with you getting paid to get laid sorry oh unless you film it because then we can market it and i can buy stock in that company and then i can get fucking rich and good for me, good for you. You there, Mike? Yeah, I'm here. Mike's yeah, I don't can't believe everything you said. I, I assume you heard nothing I said. I missed everything you said. Okay. Uh, we'll call it the end of a segment. <laughs> Okay. You you recorded it. I just didn't react to it. (laughs) As long as you leave this in there as a little, you know, oh yeah, you know, the the caveat at the end so that people understand why I didn't react to anything. And there you go, because it was like me, me, that's what I was getting. Yeah. Those aren't even words. I kind of figured. Mike, have you ever had any uh, Ducks Donuts? Have you ever been to that place? 
Never been to Duck's Donuts because I understand that they are like cake donuts, and mm-hmm. that's not my thing. Oh my god, dude! This is the best donut I've ever eaten. I'm not kidding. Really? Oh yeah, it was amazing, and it was um, maple with bacon on it. Was it warm? Uh, no, it was not. Unfortunately. But if you went to the store, it would be with maple bacon. My mouth like watering when I said that. (laughs) Yeah. um, Yeah, it was fantastic. (laughs) Jesus, God, the connection is terrible. I don't know what the deal is because nobody's really using the Internet in my house right now. Is it cloudy or something? <laughs> does, that, does that work for internet? I know cloudiness affects my cable, or not my cable, my antenna, but I don't think it affects the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the second half of the Bonkcast, everyone. <laughs> um, Mike and I are smoking drugs. Smoking drugs, talking about donuts. <laughs> talking about duck donuts, and then the whole fucking internet broke on Mike's behalf. And we were forced to change <laughs> to a different format, so now instead of using Zoom, we're using Skype, an equally inferior method. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't even g- have anything to add to that. <laughs> so uh, yeah, duck donuts. So yeah, the donut that I had was a maple with bacon bits, not like bacon bits, actual chunks of bacon on it, and uh, it was like I thought when they said cake donuts, I was like. So that sounds like those really boring dry ones that you get at Giant. That yeah. are bo- you know they're they're completely pointless, but no. When they say cake, it's more like moist, fucking cake, like sponge cake almost. Mm. It's soft and it's just fucking velvety and it's delicious. Um, and I'll definitely go buy a box for the office one of these days and bring it in, just because mm. there's one in town and why the fuck not. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I uh, I usually don't do the cake donut thing, yeah, because like I was saying uh, before I was so rudely cut off by my shitty internet was that uh, cake donuts always feel like they take a lot more work to eat, and I don't I'm not you know I I don't I don't eat donuts to cause myself work. No, no, I like no, glazed no. donuts for that reason because they're there's just they just slide down so easily. You ever had a hot glazed donut? Yes. Fucking unbelievably, ridiculously delicious. I will take glazed donuts and put them in the microwave to make them warm to eat them. <laughs> mm. So, <coughs> where? Jesus, <coughs> <coughs> God. So, where is your favorite place to get donuts from then? Do you have a favorite brand? A favorite I gotta be store? honest. 
I gotta be honest. Uh, for me, I think that store brand ones are normally very, very good. Like, uh, like Giant and Weiss and Redner's. Like, getting them from the bakery at the grocery store. I am not a donut snob when it comes to that because there are several very nice local bakeries around here. But it's like trying to fucking find hen's teeth to be able to get yourself a donut sometimes because everybody else beats you there. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the grocery store normally fits the bill. I am a glazed cream-filled guy to the end. And not only that, those ones that they call sourdough, which are a cake donut, um, and and crawlers are like my three favorite uh, donuts ever. Yeah, I got to say, those are probably on my list, like my top three as well. Um, I used to like the uh, cream-filled powdered, but they're so damn messy. We're, mm-hmm. with, the, with the glaze, yeah. you've got the same sweetness without the mess, unless you're just being a total slob. I, yeah, I don't need to come up looking like Scarface every time I fucking eat one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. White powder every it's on my shirt, in my fucking beard. Somehow, inexplicably, I've got some on the back of my head, and I can't explain why. <laughs> Say hello to my fried bread. <laughs> skunk. The rap pop 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 was him putting pop, like uh, easy pop. In the uh, ro- the rotating of ovens that they use in bakeries, have you ever seen one Naturally. of those? I have. Yeah, they're like it's like it's like a platter with like, or it's like it's like a a wheel, with like eight twelve platters on it that that rotates oscillates through this cycle, and you can put stuff on each platter and it goes up. And it cooks all day long, and it comes down. And eventually, you take it out, and you bag it up, and you sell it to people. And I used I to actually work truck. Sorry, I was gonna say I always thought it was really kind of it was slow. So you'd have to be incredibly stupid to get caught in it, or really inattentive. But I didn't. I don't remember there being <laughs> like an emergency stop within easy access. You know. <laughs> I did work at a bakery uh, for a little while, not long after we got out of high school. Um, I wasn't a baker or anything like that. I was actually doing truck maintenance for them. But I recall them being like, you can only have one thing of bread off of the conveyor line a day. And I always thought to myself, how the fuck would they know? It's like (laughs) a low-tech operation, local bakery, and... The guy that owned the place was literally blind. So I thought to myself, like, I could eat as much bread as I want, probably, but I never tested the theory. I, I never I never did that because, like, they probably had, like, some crazy angry school marm that was, like, the floor supervisor that would come and smack me if I, uh, you know, put me over her knee and, and smack my bottom if I tried to take more than one loaf of bread. She's like the lady <laughs> from uh, Austin Powers. Uh, I was Dr. thinking Evils. either the, <laughs> either Dr. her Evils. or or the the uh, the school principal from uh, that movie with the little the little girl who's got magical powers. Man, what the fuck's the name of that movie? Oh, I, have I can't no remember idea. now. Yeah, it's a movie where there's a little girl and she's living at like 
She's like, uh, her parents are, are real sleazy people, and she goes to this school, and the, like, the, um, um, the principal there is like this very husky woman who apparently was very good at, like, track and field stuff, according to the way the story goes. And um, she's magical and can make things fly, and the girl can, not not the principal. I wish I could remember the name of the movie because... Matilda? <laughs> Matilda! Yes, that's it. Yeah, I, I always think of a woman like the principal from Matilda, like, you know, walking along, scowling, wearing, for some odd reason, like, knee-high boots, and... Just being very I angry. Also, I could also picture the old lady teacher from Invader Zim, the one that was almost like <laughs> skitter, skittering around and shit. Like, mm-hmm. no, you cannot stay. And then she'd like zip off to some corner. Like a, <laughs> like a fucking Zim. spirit. Yeah. I haven't thought about that in a long time. Quality I used to television. enjoy watching that. Yeah. Uh, that is the the uh, creation of Yonan Vasquez, who also wrote a comic book called Johnny the Homicidal Maniac. And it's <laughs> by far one of my favorite pieces of, of like graphic art that I, I own. It's just uh, bizarre. It can be a little pretentious and preachy at times, but it's also really interesting and kind of self-isolating, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it, it just, it it takes it in interesting directions with a character who's really compelling uh, to watch. You just want to see what he does next. Hmm. And uh, unfortunately, it doesn't end all that well because it doesn't end at all. It's, like, supposed to be the first book of many, but I don't know if the artist lost interest, <laughs> lost his courage... Moved on to other things. I mean, he directed the uh, he directed the video for the music video for um, "Mindless Self Indulgence" shut me up, which is like one of my favorite time all time videos. That is a great video. Um, it's a great video, and he directed that in the same style as all of his comics and his cartoons. It's that weird slapstick, crazy humor and in your face stunts yeah. and shit like that. Very in your face. In your face over yeah, the top. That very, would definitely like, be how I would describe it. Yeah. A little bit edgy, but that's Yonan Vasquez. I mean, I think a little edginess is okay as long as it's not like all the time and turned up to 11. You know, <laughs> if you're not transgressing boundaries, you're not really going to get anywhere in no, terms of innovation. Yeah. If, right, right. So you have to like make in your own life and in, in the world you have to be transgressive you have to move across boundaries that wouldn't ordinarily be crossed and get out of your comfort zone so to speak you know something that really That's gets you out of your comfort zone what's that going from talking about donuts to talking about graphic novels <laughs> <laughs> nobody's pulling that shit off <laughs> and yet I just we just and yet did. we just did yes nobody except for us yeah yeah that's right folks. see that's our value that's our value here in the world here in the world here you know what Mike 
I like you. You're not like the other people here in the trailer park. Oh, don't get me wrong. They're good people. They're fine Americans, but they don't know what the queers are doing to our soil. <laughs> what are they doing to our soil? <laughs> They're using it to build Martian uh, landing strips for gay Martians. I swear to God. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, Alex Jones. <laughs> that would be more like this, wouldn't it? They're turning the freaking frogs gay. <laughs> Literal green Martian men climbing out up from under rocks. I've seen them with my own two eyes. Oh, yeah. I'm more of a drunk Alex Jones. Yeah, you, tr- you trudged off into Rush Limbaugh territory there for a moment. Uh. Well, he doesn't sound that good these days. No, well, no, because he's dead. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing because he's dead. I'm laughing just by the the no, way that whole good. that whole thing just rolled out. The absurdity. Yeah, of it. the exactly. absurdity of the way yeah, that that yeah. rolled out was what made me chuckle. Yeah. It was it was a horrible joke. Yeah, it's and true. It was in terrible taste. Absolutely. But it. Tasted terrible coming out of my mouth. <laughs> what, your laughter? Yes. <laughs> Do you, don't you hate it when you have to eat your own laughter? It, it happens. Have you ever done that? Of course I have. I've, I've eaten my own laughter, so I like to braise it in a little bit of olive oil and some butter. I just take it raw. You take it raw, really? Mm-hmm. You know... Eating your laughter can actually be tasty if you just add a little bit of a flavor profile to it. Actual raw laughter, it's not very flavorful, but it's <laughs> similar to tofu in that it can take on the flavor of anything that you add it to mm. very easily. Yeah, so you could get like a chicken broth, you know, chicken and broth. soak it in that, like a ch- chicken broth or like even better like a soup stock Mm. and let it just chill in that for a couple hours and then just drain that all off and make some fucking soup with it you talking about eating your laughter eating your laughter does not have to be an unpleasant experience you talking about eating your laughter reminds me I had to crap really bad the other day and I was driving so I couldn't stop (laughs) so I said oh the urge went away I must have swallowed that one like swallowed that turd and had it come back again, but not literally swallowing it like mm-hmm. by my mouth swallowing it through my digestive yeah. system. It just you just made me think of that. Yeah, you, you sucked it back up inside of you. Sucked that sucker right on back up in there. Is it culturally insensitive for me to say that I thoroughly feel sorry sorrow and regret for people who are not allowed to eat bacon? Is that insensitive? Um, I mean, it comes no, because think it so. comes from a place of honesty, and I'm not trying to be harmful of anyone's religious aspects. I just realize they can't for whatever reason. They can't. It's not a they don't want to. It's a they can't, and I feel regret Isn't for that. Isn't like the ultimate in joke? Isn't that like the ultimate in the in joke though for the for the folks that that are not supposed to eat bacon that most of them eat bacon and ham anyway and just lie about it. I wouldn't I wouldn't make that statement but it's possible sure I I've never heard that myself. I'm sure there's plenty of people You never heard that? I mean it's on TV and stuff. I've seen it plenty of times really? where 
where they're like, oh, you know, you're not supposed to be, and then like, ha ha ha, you know, sticking my, you know, my thumb to my nose and or whatever the hell that yeah, <laughs> thumbing my nose at it. That's yeah. right, thumbing my nose at it, and uh, just doing it anyway because I just I couldn't imagine if my you know, my belief system was like, you can't eat this most delicious and savory of things, which can literally be put in in ice cream. It can be put in desserts. Yeah. It, I, it's it's a breakfast food. It's a lunch food. It's a dinner food. It's a snack food. It's, it's just, it's everything and more. Yeah. 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 So, I, I guess... It's, but I mean, there are many Orthodox, uh, you know, practicing religious groups that aren't permitted to eat pork that don't eat pork at all. They just re- flat out refuse, or they don't drink alcohol, or they don't do this, or they don't. And 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 it's I won't call them extremists, but that is their writ code and their orthodox I would in be their sad. beliefs I would be sad yeah I would say you know like you're missing out on something so good and I know that for you it's to say um well I'll go to heaven and you won't I'm like dude bacon is so rad I'll go to hell for it <laughs> I mean, there should be bacon there by all accounts on then, yeah, right? I mean, right. if they're right. So, oh no. Yeah. Oh, look. Oh no, I'll be there eating filthy pigs. Another another bacon <laughs> fest at Hell's uh, Diner. <laughs> it's just a really long diner. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the service there is slow as hell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Half the shit I get is burnt. Well, usually, but uh, burnt bacon's better than no bacon. Yeah. Yeah. And everything, all the mm. desserts are flambé. Because they can't keep the flames down. Damn, that's you know? making me hungry for some bacon now. Oh, yeah, yeah that's dude. making me hungry for some bacon now. I'll fry up a fucking pound of bacon right fucking now and eat it all. And I don't even give a fuck, man. You know what else I like? I like I like turkey bacon too, and I know that you're gonna you're gonna cringe when I say that. No, but not at all. Probably, but I, I love that it's shit. Di- and turkey sausage and everything. Oh, dude, it tastes just like it. I don't think so, but I like it enough that I don't care. It's a different type of sausage. It's a different type of bacon. Mm-hmm. It's not if you I can't pretend that it tastes anything like like uh, 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 pork bacon to me, turkey bacon. no matter how they dress it up or what kind of seasoning they use, it just doesn't have the same flavor to me. But I like mm. turkey bacon, so it's like this is just as good just in a different oh. way. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah, we had some chicken bacon, chicken, a uh, chicken uh, sausage that had apple in it. So it was like like undertones of apple, and then the chicken and the spices and everything in it. Dude, it was so fucking good. Mm. I'm not even. I mean, cooked it up with some pasta and some veggies and everything, like a little bit of squash in there and and stuff. Oh, dude, it was so good, so good. I told you that I had started uh, subscribing to Blue Apron a while back, right? Yeah. Um, so we stopped it because it was just too much fucking extra work. 
and so many like <laughs> like you know I like one pot meals that it's like bop 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 three ingredients and I'm off into the races you know what I mean save the really yeah. intensive cooking for weekends when I'm not I didn't have to work so the blue apron stuff assumes that you're a master chef with a huge gorgeous kitchen and all these knives and all this stuff and it's like cha 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 and you're super fast with it it says prep time 15 minutes bullshit it took us like an hour and the the, the fucking portions were too small for us um mm-hmm. and I've asked other people and, and they said the same thing like oh yeah the portions weren't big enough like instead of they would have you make two hamburgers with 16 ounces of hamburger Two hamburgers with with a no, no, literal no, no, pound no. of of no no, meat. no 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 twelve ounces. Okay, so three quarters of a pound. Yeah, yeah. Which was, which yeah, which would leave you with you know with like <laughs> less than a third of a pound. Right. Exactly. Per patty when you were done. Yeah. 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 Not so great. Because that like, shit's gonna shrink. Yep. Not so great. So. You know, we had a bunch of leftover meat because we just didn't bother canceling the subscription for a while. We always said, oh, we'll make the meals this time. And then we never did. I tossed a bunch of produce, unfortunately, because I couldn't use it. It got bad. Mm -hmm. But I had a bunch of seafood. So we took it over to a friend's house the uh, other weekend and we just tossed it all on the grill. You know, coated some of it in like... um, like like cornmeal and some of it in in like uh, tomatoes and 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 like feta cheese and stuff like that and mm-hmm. you know soaked in butter you know we had some shrimp just fried this stuff up on the grill and just sort of toss it all together on a big plate and let everybody have at it it was pretty great that sounds delicious and then I was talking to my boss about that and I was and he said have you ever done a a low broil. And I was like, um, no, I haven't. It's like, you just broil up all this, um, you know, seafood at once. You know, everyone brings a little and you all, you all broil it up together. It's a slow broil. And when Mm -hmm. it's done, you just put a big sheet, like a big sheet of tinfoil on your, your, your dining room table and just dump it right on there and have little tubs of, uh, clarified butter you know, like melted clarified butter to to it sounds like people do that with crab and little yeah. corn and yep. their shrimp and scallops and all kinds of stuff in there. Yeah. Yeah. So that had my mouth watering. This whole episode yeah. is making me hungry as shit. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. <laughs> uh, I guess it's too late to order some DoorDash. <laughs> it's it's getting to be a little bit late now. I think a lot of places are closed. Yeah. I could go for some literally anything. <laughs> I do have this delicious uh, pork barbecue from last night that I've been uh, picking at almost all day today. I couldn't help myself because it's so fucking good. I like to... I never would have thought to put coleslaw together with pulled pork or chicken... Mm-hmm. Until I had been to Mission Barbecue, and now they call it North Carolina style. That's the only way that I'll eat my barbecue now. Right. My shit's got to be shredded, and it's got to have slaw on top of it. What kind of slaw? That's, that's it. Uh, just just regular old uh, coleslaw, as far as I'm concerned, works. Uh, sometimes some pepper slaw or something like that. 
I mean, you know, one it depends th- on on you know on on what on what's available. The ones, the one that I really liked that I made with Blue Apron was um, it was like this red cabbage slaw. It was red cabbage, mm-hmm. carrot, carrots, uh, pepper, salt, um, apple cider vinegar, a little oil, I think, and um, just shredded that up real fine, mixed it up with. There was, was there mayonnaise? There had to have been mayonnaise not? in it. There had to have been mayonnaise or something in it, because that's like a key ingredient of slaw. <laughs> yeah, I think there was mayonnaise in it, but there wasn't like a lot. It was just Could enough. Have been light mayo too. Yeah, it was. It well, it was something like mayo, but you know, like it came in its own little single serve container, and I don't remember what the name of it was. It probably was just some form of mayonnaise, but a mm-hmm. fancy mayonnaise. They had the wow you with ah it's creole mayonnaise you know yeah duke's creole mayonnaise and and yeah whatever it was i put it in there but but uh yeah you just mix it up real nice and it's delicious and i never like coleslaw usually but this this was different man i just i it gave me a subtle sort of uh appreciation for slaw and for cabbage, which I already kind of like. Mm-hmm. You know. I love cabbage. I love cabbage cooked, and uh, I like it raw and stuff like that. It just doesn't make any difference. And what I just about, realized um, recently that I enjoy squash and things of that nature. What about sauerkraut? How do you feel about sauerkraut? Bro, I love sauerkraut. Mm. Love oh. it. I can take it or leave it. I used to hate it. Now it's one of those things where it's like I've got to be in the mood for it. But on, you on know, pork chops or on a on hot, hot dog, dogs, yeah, man, I will fuck some. I will fuck some sauerkraut up. Even to the point where they have like these little packets of it that you can buy at the grocery store that are like hot dog sized ones. <laughs> I've even gotten those before just because I knew I was going to be making some hot dogs, and then I didn't have to waste any of it. That's what it's I always want. probably I want a little a... bit too much, but it was still it's still good. I want a hot dog from Sheets. Right now. Hey. <laughs> Sheets, can you hear him? If that works and they bring you hot dogs, I need to know because uh, you know. I can well, eat try some hot it for dogs. Yourself. Too. Try it for yourself. Sheets. Sheets, bring me some hot dogs, please. Just just mayonnaise or just mayonnaise. Oh my god, no, I don't want mayonnaise. Just mustard. And sauerkraut. Gotta have some mustard on there, too. Okay, Mike. <laughs> I hear you. They're on the way. Just kidding. Come pick them up after yeah, you order you gotta, them. <laughs> you gotta pick them up. They're not... We don't have a delivery service. And Melvin hurt himself today, so I'm really down a person. And sometimes, sometimes I just don't think I can do this job anymore. <laughs> they told me if I stopped smiling, they would fire me. <laughs> I have to. I have to smile. Jeez. Do you want cheese on that? No, seriously. <laughs> Jeez. Do you have any cheese? Oh, my God. Everything this guy orders has mustard on it. Oh, my God. It's so gross. This guy looks mustard ever, and sauerkraut. Did I ever tell you the Reginald Vell Johnson? Is that his name? Am I getting that right? Reginald Vell yeah, Johnson? Yeah, that sounds right if you're talking about the actor. Yeah. 
yes. Uh, did I ever tell you about the uh, the Urkel theory? Hmm. So, uh, that actor has played cops or security type people in everything. In everything, he was yeah. in Ghostbusters. He was the Selch cop. He was in Beverly Hills. No, I'm sorry. He was in um, Hill Street Die Blues, Hard. if I remember correctly. He was in Die mm-hmm. Hard. Um, he was in all these different things, and in one of them, he talks about shooting a kid. And he's just like, I shot a kid. You know, real kind of deadpan. Mm-hmm. But it's clear that he's got a lot of pain. And so, flash forward to a future un hindered by the ramifications of what happened to him in his career and now suddenly he's in San Francisco and he has a beautiful family and everything seems to be going perfectly until they meet Steve Steve is the vengeful spirit of the kid that Reginald Bill Johnson's mm. character shot in his previous life in Die Hard. Yeah, it was definitely Die Hard when he shot the kid, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's uh, that's the the theory is that basically that Urkel is is his hell on earth. To- is his hell on earth? He's torturing him, a la um, hmm. Jacob's Ladder. You know, just a constant sort of internalized hell for him to experience where he can never fully escape the clutches of the demon of his own past hmm. anyway I think it's I think it's a fun theory I enjoy it that is an interesting I also, theory I also that feel that Reginald Vell Johnson could have been placed in other roles I don't know why he always ended up as a cop like he, yeah, he fits the role nicely, and but what else have you seen him do? You know, that's like, a why good was question. he never a fucking game show host or something? But I really think that this is something that we should ponder another time, because as I'm looking at the clock, we are out of time. That's gonna have to be a story for another time. Thanks for listening to Story Time with Tom and Mike. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed giving it to you. Giving it to you like that hunger that's burning deep down inside of you right now for anything bacon or hot dog or donut related. Sorry about that, but uh, I'm just as hungry as you are, goddammit. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Have a question for us? You want us to talk about something on the show? Would you, dear listener, like to ask us a question? Send us an email at storytimewithtomandmike at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. And if you want to learn more about the show... And get extras like links to the videos, sites, and other media... Visit dembeans.biz. That's a dot biz because we mean business. Hell yeah.